Now, grab your Bibles. Grab your Bibles and turn with me to James. Remain standing for just a moment. We're going to read the scriptures and reverence the word. Uh, James chapter number one. Uh, I'm going to do something I've never, ever done on a Sunday morning. Never. And so I am very, very nervous about this. And this can go one of two ways. It could be a great blessing or a great disaster. It's all up to you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not up to you. Uh, here, here's what I want to do today. Every, every service, every service, I come in here and feed you guys a fish. I give you the word. I break it down. I develop it. I put it on the table. I mix the ingredients, throw it in the oven and serve it to you. Today, I'm going to teach you how to fish. I'm going to teach you how to fish. And, and listen, in every seat, in every seat, you're going to find an outline. In every seat, there's a pen. So nobody's going to have an excuse. Say amen. amen. Now, here's the deal. You say, uh, why are we doing this? We have to participate this morning? Yes. Now, the reason I'm doing it this morning is because I would typically do this in a life group, but all of y'all ain't in one. So I'm going to have to do it now. Now, here's, here's the deal. If you're here for the very first time, this is unusual. We don't do this every time. This is a one-time deal. I told you I've never done it this way before, but I really, really feel burdened about this. So I want to I wanna do this. Uh, we have been studying since uh, we're going through the book of Mark, but the last three weeks we've been everywhere but Mark. We learned what Jesus did uh, in the water. The, the anointing came on him. He began to operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we, we have uh, uh, talked about this and discussed this, that there's so many Christians who are struggling today. They are born again. They have the Holy Spirit in them, but they're not walking in power. They're not experiencing power in the touch of God, in their marriages, in their relationships, in their, in their finances, in, in every area of their life. And we can, we can. And so we've been, the last few weeks, we've been talking about that. How do we walk in the power of God? Last week, last week we learned this, that it starts with salvation. Say that with me. It starts with salvation. salvation. You got to be saved because when you get saved, the Holy Ghost comes in you. You cannot walk in the power of the Holy Ghost unless you have the Holy Ghost. Are y'all with me? Say amen. So it starts with salvation. And then secondly, we said, then it takes saturation. Say that with me. It takes saturation, saturated in the word of God, abiding in his word. And that's what we're going to discuss today. Then we said that, what well, I can't even remember. It's on, it's on your nose. They said salvation, saturation, supplication. Supplication, that's prayer. That's prayer. And then subjugation, submitting, surrendering to his will, being obedient to the way he leads you. So if you're with me, say amen. amen. I know, I know I told a little fib last week. I didn't mean to tell a fib, uh, uh, but I said today I was going to concentrate on that last chapter. And I've tried all week. I studied humility. And I was working on an outline on humility and God says, you're getting the cart ahead of the horse, son. Go back to saturation and teach them how to do that. It's, it's okay to tell people to read their Bible. It's okay to tell people to study their Bible, but you got to show them how. If you don't have the skill set, 
you're not going to be successful in making it happen. Are y'all with me? Say amen. amen. So after today, nobody will be able to leave here and say, well, I just don't know how to do it. Today is the day. If you're excited about that, say amen. amen. All right, let's jump right in here. James chapter number one, James chapter number one, verse number 22, verse number 22. The Bible says, but be ye, what's that word? Doers of the word, doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. In other words, here's the illustration that James gives. Uh, If you come to church and you hear the word and then you leave and you don't apply it and don't do it, you're going to forget it. And you're going to forget what it was that you looked like when you looked in the mirror. For instance, when you get up in the morning, some of y'all look like Phyllis Diller. Say amen. You got the bed head action going. You look in the mirror and that mirror is telling you, you need some attention. And watch this. If you don't apply attention right away and you walk away from the mirror and get caught up and busy, you forget how much attention you needed. That's what James is saying. If you come in here and you hear it, but you don't do it, you don't apply it. You're going to forget what you heard. Are y'all with me? Say amen. Amen. Now watch, look at here. Here's why it's so important. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. In other words, you read the word, the law, the scriptures and continueth therein. He being not a what? Forgetful here, but a doer of the work. Now watch this. This is so big. This man shall be blessed in his Now that word deed is the definition of that word is action or performance. In other words, you're not going to be blessed because you heard what to do. You're going to be blessed when you do what you heard. Are y'all with me? Say amen. Amen. All right. All right. Let's, let's pray and we'll jump right into this thing today. Lord Jesus, thank you so much. Oh, what a great crowd we have today. Thank you for the folks that are here. Thank you for the folks that are at Fairview this morning. Thank you for those who are watching online. Please help us today. Please help us to grow and learn and expand, uh, uh, Lord, our knowledge and our skill set today. And God will thank you and praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Grab your notes. Grab your notes. Today, I won't have to say, I hope you have your notes because if you're sitting, you got them. Now here, here, here is what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. I want to remind you. I want to remind you what's available to you first. Okay. I want to remind you what is available to you first. Ephesians 1, 18. In the top of your notes, it says this, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. This is what Paul is praying for the people at, at Ephesus. 
He, after he found out they got saved, he said, I want your eyes to be open. I want you to understand what you have. What is it that they have? Verse 19. What is the exceeding, not just, not just great, but exceeding greatness of his, everybody, of his to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Now, what kind of power do we have? He says, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at the right hand, his own right hand in the heavenly place. What does that mean? The same power that brought Jesus back from the dead is residing in you. If you're a child of God. Now, if you're not saved today, you don't have that power. You don't have that anointing, but you can have it before you leave today. You can be saved. But if you're saved, you have the same power in you that brought Jesus back from the dead. And I will venture to say this. I will go ahead and say this. It's the same power that raised the dead. It's the same power that healed lame legs. It's the same power that healed blinded eyes. It's the same power that walked on water. It's the same power, listen, that calmed the waves and the storms of the sea. Are y'all with me? Everything that Jesus did on this earth, he did in the power of the Holy Ghost. And God is saying, you have that. You have that. Watch this, Ephesians 3, 16. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Watch this, read it with me. To be strengthened with might by his. Strengthened with might. The word might is power. Power, ability, strength. He said, I want you to have power by, how do we get that power? By his Spirit. How many of y'all are saved? You have the Holy Spirit. And if you have the Holy Spirit, you have his power. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him that is able to do it. I love this. I, this. I've been doing my soaps this week in Ephesians. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or even think according to the Oh, don't, 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 don't stop after power. Read it. You ready? According to the There it is. What are you saying, preacher? What I'm trying to get you to understand is there is a power in you that can do greater things than you can ever even imagine or think. Now I know, now I know, I know what you're thinking. Then how come my life has been so tough? How come I don't feel like I have power? How, how come I've, I don't feel like I'm walking in victory and I'm more than a conqueror as the Bible says? Well, here's some things that we're going to talk about in the next few weeks. It starts with salvation. You got that down. If you're here today and you're saved, you've got that. But secondly, we saw that it requires the word of God. Saturate yourself in the word of God. Now, look what it says. Look what it says. 1 Thessalonians 2.13. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received what? You received the word of God, which ye heard of us. Ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God. Watch what the word of God will do when you receive it, which effectually worketh also in you that believe in you. In other words, when you receive the word of God, it goes to work. 
it goes to work. When you, when you receive it, when you read it, when you study it, when you, when you dig into it, it does, listen, it goes to work on the inside of you. It goes to work. Look at your neighbor and say, it'll work if you work it. Yeah. Look what it says. Joshua 1, 7. Joshua 1, 7. This is God giving Joshua last minute advice before he goes into the promised land to do what God called him to do. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. When you see the word law in the Old Testament, just say scriptures, my Bible, the word. All right. I want you to do according to all the word, the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. That thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. What's the next two words? Say it again. Say it again. For then. For then, when you receive it, when you meditate on it, when you focus and you speak it, look what it says. Then thou shalt make thy way and then thou shalt have good. Now, how many of y'all in here in every area of your life, whether it's your financial life, whether it's your, your physical health, whether it's your mental capacity, whether it's your, your relationship, how many of y'all want to be prosperous and have good success? So those that didn't raise your hand, you, did you get up this morning desiring to be a failure? <laughs> Nobody wants that, right? But do you realize we just learned, we just read that there is a direct connection with your success and the word. There is a direct connection between your prosperity, your success, you having the power of God, in the word of God. Wow. I got, I got more. I got more. Psalms 1. We're going to get somewhere. Just stay with me. That's right. <laughs> I'm just mixing the ingredients in the bowl. Psalms 1, 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the count. And by the way, I didn't look that up. Webster's Dictionary. Happy. Happy. Say it with me. Happy. happy. How many of y'all want to be happy? Happy. Happy is the man. That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word, the scriptures. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall, shall prosper. There's a connection to the word. All right. Brother Doug. Amen. Good to see you. I just know you. Sorry about that. That's anyway. Squirrel. Brother Doug had heart surgery and he's, he's back with us. Is this your first Sunday back, Brother Doug? Amen. All right. James. One, yeah. Come on. Give God. He, he's, he's blessed y'all so much. All right. Now let's cover James one again. Let's cover James one again. Verse 22. But be ye doers of the word, not 
hears only, deceiving your own self. For if any be a hearer of the word, not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in the glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be what? Blessed in his reading. In his hearing. What does it say? In his, in his deed or his doing. When he goes and does what it is that he reads. Now, now I'm fixing to teach you how to do what that just said. I'm fixing to teach you how to receive it, how to continue therein, how to apply it in your life. Now, uh, the devil is going to jump on everybody's shoulders because he's been telling you this your whole life. The Bible's too hard to understand. Or you, you can't, you know, you can't understand that. He's got all, all this education. That's why, no, no, no. You, you can understand it. God gave it to you to understand. God gave it to you to be a blessing to you, to bring strength to you, to bring maturity to you. You can do this. Everybody can. All right? Now, we're going to use a method we're going to use a method called soap or soaps. You can add the S. It, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you about that in just a second. How do we study our Bible? How do we go to our Bible and get what we need out of our Bible so that we can apply our Bible so that, so that we can have success, so that we can have prosperity, so that we can have the power of God on our life? All right. How many of y'all ready? Say amen. Now, let me explain soaps and then we're going to do one, okay? Let me explain soaps and then we're going to do one. S. S stands for the scripture, all right? We're going to read the scripture. We're going to read the scripture. I should have something up there, guys, if y'all have got that. Uh, uh, we're going to read the scripture, whatever scripture you choose to study and to read. You're going to read that chapter, read that set of verses, whatever it is for that day. Uh, this morning... This morning, uh, my soaps was Ephesians four. Uh, I think I went through one through, I, I, I forgot to write it down there, but I think it was uh, verse number uh, 12 or 13. And I did half of the chapter because there was so much in the chapter. I did the first half because that's what was speaking to me today. Okay. So here's what we have. Do we have that? Do we have, uh, they, they were supposed to get that. I don't see nothing. It's black. S, well, I'll just, they're going to work on that. They're going to work on that. S means this, put it in your own words. Put it in your own words. Write out in your own words what you just read. Put it in your own words. Just paraphrase it, if you will. Paraphrase it, if you will. All right, I'm going to read. I'm going to read, and I'm going to show you mine. Uh, uh, here, here is mine. From this morning. Here's mine from this morning. While they're working on that. I was in Galatians chapter number four. Okay. And I went to. Let me get my glasses. I got so much stuff up here. Lord have mercy. All right. Verse one, one through 16. Watch this. I beseech you therefore uh, the prisoner of the Lord. Beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you're called. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of one, your calling, 
one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it that, but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above the, all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. What for? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man under the measure, the stature, the fullness of Christ. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body. Unto the edifying of itself in love. Verse, verses 1 through 16. That was my reading this morning. All right, I read that fast. You can go back and read that later. Here's what I put under S. Okay, here's, what, here's my paraphrase of that. We should live our lives in a humble manner. Love each other. We are all in this thing together. God has given gifts to people for the developing and maturing of each other for the benefit of the body of Christ. So we can mature and be involved and contribute to the cause of Christ and become more and more like Christ. Does that make sense? I didn't go into every single detail. I didn't write every single word. I put it in, I paraphrase it. I put it in my own words, what I had just read. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. I read it about four times before I did that. Now, some of y'all can read it one time and boom, you got it. I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those. Sometimes by the time I get to verse 13, I done forgot verse one. Anybody like that? Please tell me there's somebody like hallelujah. So I read it over and over and over. And sometimes when I'm paraphrasing it, I'll even, I'll even follow along with those as I'm going through those verses to fill it in. Okay. So let me read that again. We should live our lives in a humble manner, love each other. We are all in this thing together. God has given gifts to people for the developing and maturing of each other for the benefit of the body of Christ so we can mature and, uh, uh, and then be involved and contribute to the cause of Christ and become more and more like Christ. All right. Oh, oh, does everybody understand that part? Just, just write what it said to you. Write what you, in your own words, say it with me, write in your Right in your own words. O. O stands for observation. O stands for observation. What truths did you observe in this portion of scripture? Okay. Observation. In other words, what stood out to you? What stood out to you? What captured your attention? All right. What did it say about God? What did it say about man? Is there a sin to avoid? Is there a sin to avoid? Is there an action to take? These little things. What stood out to you? What does this say about God? What does this say about man? Is there a sin to avoid? Is there, is there an action to take? Does that make sense? Just good, simple questions that you can answer as you're observing this. All right, here's, here's my O. Here's my O from this morning. 
Keep a spirit, excuse me, back up, back up. Keeping a spirit of unity will take work. You say, where do you get that? The Bible says endeavoring, endeavoring to keep the unity of the faith. Where that endeavoring means to strive or to work for. How many of y'all know it takes work to get along? Not just in church, in family. It takes fasting and work, amen? Now, so here's one thing I observed in this scripture. Keeping a spirit of unity is gonna take work. In other words, if it's not easy, don't complain. It ain't because they're sorry people. It just takes work, right? We all have, here's a second observation. We all have the same salvation, but we all have different giftings and responsibilities. We all have the same salvation. He said there's one spirit, one baptism, one Lord over all. You know, we all have the same salvation, but he said that we're all gifted differently. So my second observation is we all have the same salvation, but we all have different giftings and responsibility. My third observation God expects us to learn, grow, mature, and then contribute to the building and betterment of the body of Christ. God expects us to learn, grow, mature, and then contribute to the building and betterment of the body of Christ. My last observation, God expects us to become more and more like Christ. God expects us to become more and more like Christ. All right, now here's A. This is where the rubber meets the road, guys. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where the majority of Christians in Christianity miss it. There's so many Christians that are, they're doing their devotions. They will read real fast because they're late for work. And then they'll, they'll, they'll read those verses and they'll run out the door thinking they got a check in the box by God. All that means is you read real fast. If you don't go do what you just read, you wasted your time. There's got to be an A. You got to apply it. This is the application. Now, here's the deal. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody's not looking at me. This is where the Holy Spirit is going to tell you what to do with what you just read. And this is what I wrote down. This is what I wrote down this morning. I believe the Holy Spirit was telling me to apply. How can I do what I just read? Here was my application. This is my application. This is pertaining to me. Do my part today. This is Malcolm speaking. Do my part today. God gave the church apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. My job as a pastor today. Do my job. Do my part. Do the part that God has called me to do to be a blessing to you guys, to teach you guys, and to lead you guys. Do my part today. Secondly, the Holy Spirit said, operate in the gift that God has put in me. Operate in the gift that God has put in me. In other words, don't go up there. You do it in your own power. You go up there in the power of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. So operate in the gift that God has put in me. Here's my third challenge. He kind of got on to me because I had this speech I was going to give you that was a little abrasive. So the Holy Spirit this morning, as I read, this is what he said. Challenge God's children to be mature, but do it in love. Don't be a smart aleck. (laughs) 
How personal is the Lord? Some of y'all laugh. Oh, the Holy Spirit won't tell you that. He just did. And the re- it, listen, and because he did, you didn't get that arrogant, smart aleck speech I had planned to give you this morning. <laughs> Brother Doug, am I telling the truth here? The Holy Spirit knew what I was going to come out here and say. And before I did, in my soaps, the Holy Spirit said, don't do what you fixing to do. Because the Bible says we're to mature each other and develop each other in love. So the last thing the Holy Spirit told me before I left my office to come speak to you is don't be a smart aleck. I looked up the word smart aleck. (laughs) I did. Just so I'd be sure to not be one of them. And you know what, you know what Webster's dictionary says? An arrogant person who thinks he knows everything. I said, Ooh, okay. Now I know what you're thinking. You say, why are you saying all this? Because I need you to understand how real and how personal God really wants to be in your life. God knows you better than you know your own self. And God will take his word and help you. God didn't want me to come out here and make an idiot of myself and be a smart aleck and offend a bunch of people. And God knew I was going to do that. So in the word, he used it to work on me and say, hey, don't do that. Go out there and love. Are y'all with me? This is what God wants to do for you. You see, he knows the week you're facing. He knows the problems you have ahead of you. He knows the schedule that you keep. He knows the family that you have. He knows the issues that you struggle with. He knows your weaknesses and he wants to take the word and he wants to give you strength and he wants to give you wisdom and he wants to give you power. He wants to give you the ability. He wants you to be a victorious, walking, tall Christian this week. But if you don't give him a chance and neglect the word, Your own, your own. Don't neglect the word. Amen? Amen. Now, here's here's P. Here's P. P stands for prayer. All right? We've, we've, We've wrote out. We've wrote out in our own words. We've wrote out in our own words the scripture that we just read. We wrote down our observations. What is this scripture saying to me? You know, or excuse me, what is this scripture saying What is the scripture saying? And then the A is what is the scripture saying to me? For instance, you may read a scripture that says forgive. So the scripture is saying to everybody. The scripture is saying to, but see while you're reading that and you're learning to forgive the Holy Spirit saying you're uncle Henry. Your Uncle Henry that that stole the business from you or your inheritance or whatever that might be that you hadn't talked to in, hello? You see, the scripture said forgive, but the application is forgive Uncle Henry. Or it may be the scripture says share your faith, make disciples. The application is share your faith with your brother or your mother or your friend. 
or your co-worker. Are y'all with me? Now here's Pete. Here's Pete. You pray for strength to do what the Holy Spirit just got through telling you to do. So before I left, I wrote my prayer out. I wrote my prayer out. Lord, help me today to be clear and understanding. Help me to rely on your power and not my own. Forgive me for my sin and thank you for my forgiveness. And I should have put, and help me not be a smart aleck. (laughs) Does this make sense? Is this complicated? No. This is not complicated. Okay? It's very simple, but we got to make it a habit. We got to make it a habit. So here we go. I've got seven minutes. We're going to do a soap right now. We're going to do a soap right now. I've just taught you how to do it. Now we're going to do one together. We're going to take Psalm 1. We're going to take Psalm 1 and we're going to do a soap. So open your, open your notebook. Open your, or your notebook. Open, open your, your, your notes there. And you should see on the back of it, you should see uh, Psalm 1. Okay? Psalm 1, 1 through 3. And I have a feeling, I just thought about this. I have a feeling you just wrote all them notes in that area Now you ain't going to have nowhere to write. Okay. Good going, Malcolm. All I can say is do the best you can. Amen. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, just use these, just use the openings, just use the openings on the next one and you can, because see what I did, what I did, that, that extra page you have, that's your homework this week. That's your homework this week. So let's just go ahead and do one of them. Let's do one of them. Just forget Psalm 1, and we're going to go straight to Joshua. We're going to go straight to Joshua. Let me get my pen out. All right. So I'm, so right now, you're doing half of your homework right now. All right? Y'all ready? Joshua 1, 6 through 9. And that's okay. So that means you have one soap to do this week to do your homework. I was in a conference in Chicago this week and, and the man that wrote the book, Atomic Habits, was speaking and he said, get 1% better every day. 1% better every day. Don't try to change the world today, but just get 1% better every day and over time, oh my soul. And all God's people say it. All right, here we go. Here we go. We're going to do our, our soap. Joshua 1, we've got, okay, here we go. We got it. We can do it. Joshua 1, 6. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which my Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest uh, uh, prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. All right? 
Now, here's what I want to do. I'm going to read it again, but if you, if you, you got great comprehension and you can write it in your own words, go ahead and do that right now. Write in your own words what you just read. But if you're like me, I need to read it one more time. Here we go. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. So let's take just a minute. Let's take just a minute. And I want you in your own words. Don't, don't write a novel, ladies. <clears throat> Or men that like to write. Most men don't like to write. But just just a simple, in your own words, what you just read. Just write it. Just take a minute. Fairview, take a minute. Write it in right there. I need the theme music to Jeopardy. All right, let me give you mine. Let me give you mine. I know this quiet is weird. It's weirding me out too because I, I don't like quiet. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, put my glasses back on. Here, here's what I wrote. Life in God's calling is going to take courage. Living by the Bible is going to take courage. I need to study it, meditate on it, and there is a promise from God that if I do, I will prosper and find success. Simple. Just it's what I saw. Okay. Now let's look at some observations. Let's look at some observations. You remember as we were reading this, what stood out to you? What stood out to you? What did it say about God? What did it say about man? What is there a, a command to obey? Is there a sin to avoid? What did you like? What did you not like? Questions like that. All right, go. 
right? Let me give you mine. Just a couple. And, and, and by the way, in your observations, there's, there's, it, it's hard to have a wrong answer. All right? This is what you're seeing. This is what you're seeing in here. Okay? This is just what I saw. This is just what I saw. Uh, God has a job for all of us, his people. It will take courage to do it. It requires knowing and doing what the scriptures say. There is a promise connected to the obedience to the scriptures. Can y'all see those things? Okay. All right. Now application. What is God telling you to do what you just read? What is God telling you to do? Because of what you just read, what do you feel like you need to go and apply and be obedient to this week? All right, they're getting nervous back there because I'm over time, but we're going to We're going to finish. All right, here's my application. This is what I see from what I read today. This is what I see for me. Because of what I read today, I'm going to faithfully read the word every day this week. Every day this week, I'm going to faithfully read the word this week. Every day, I'm going to ask God for courage to do what I read. I'm going to ask God for courage, because sometimes I don't have that courage. Sometimes I'm a fraidy cat. Sometimes the thing God's asked me to do is scary. And so this week, I'm going to ask God to help me and give me courage to be obedient to everything I read. And then lastly, I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be thankful to God for the promises he has given me in his word. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to apply that and practice that this week every day. All right? Now, do y'all see the difference between what the word is saying and what it's saying to me? Does everybody get that? All right. And here's the prayer. I'm going to just give it to you. That way we can save time. This is what I would write. Lord, help me to be consistent. This is what I would write. Lord, help me to be consistent with my soap study this week. Don't let me miss Help me to be consistent with my soap study this week. And then the S stands for share. The S stands for share. All right. Who do you need to share what you just learned today with? You know what? There's something about telling somebody else what God told you that helps solidify what he told you. And so I would encourage you what you learn from the word, share it. Because there's going to be a day that you're going to learn something encouraging. You're going to learn something encouraging. And there's going to be somebody that you run into that's going to be discouraged. God did not fit. What does the Bible say? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What does it say in my cup? 
Why do you think it runneth over? Has God ever been wasteful? Let me say it again. Has God ever been wasteful? What did he do with the fragments that remained? He picked them up and gathered how many baskets? Twelve. But God don't waste anything. So why would he let it run over in the, in the saucer? Because the cup is for you and the saucer is for you to share with someone else. And all God's people say it. 